welcome to Unpackers number five. Uh, time is flying and we have invited ourselves today in Rotterdam at uh, the firm uh, HODL, Cryptocurrency Investment Fund. Uh, I'm sitting next to uh, Ilko, my fellow unpacker Hi. and the guru. This time not as expert, but as the person who is asking the questions with us. Yes, two indeed, partner and head of trading, Jess Muntener. We are quite impressed mm -hmm. um, by, by the view, even though we're recording this at night. And the Guru promised us a great view, but it's a bit you know, dark right now. Mm -hmm. um, apologies. <laughs> no apologies needed. No, but we are quite uh, impressed. Um, uh, in fact, quite impressed as we are retail investors and we now are at an institutional firm who is, which is uh, yeah, investing into cryptocurrency. So yeah, where are we and what, what is HODL doing? Yeah, so to, I think, uh, you know, the history of HODL goes actually uh, back uh, quite, quite some time. So I will, uh, you know, for the introduction, keep it a little bit brief. Um, yeah, HODL was actually one of the biggest cryptocurrency investment firms in the Netherlands. Um, we make sure that the people who do not know how to get access to, to cryptocurrencies and actually how to invest in it, uh, we give access to them uh, through a fiat on and off ramp. Um, you know, they just invest with euros uh, the, or pounds or anything like that, since we are also uh, accepting investors around the globe. Um, and yeah, we uh, make sure that they, you know, not per se make a profit, but we make sure that they get exposure to crypto, which is in nine out of 10 times in our case, uh, and the investors that we deal with, the most important aspect, uh, since they need to diversify within their portfolio, and they need to get yeah, crypto in there, you know, already stocks, bonds, anything like that. Um, and yeah, to make the risk that they have um, more, uh, more it, diversified, yeah. exactly, to spread it out. So um, yeah, that's actually what we do. Of course, we also do it for yeah, more of a uh, high net worth individuals, people who just also want to have exposure to crypto and just want to reap the benefits of the crypto market in general. Um, yeah, and actually that's uh, that's mainly it. We do that through different strategies um, and yeah, actually try to uh, be as clear and transparent to the to our participants as, uh, as possible. You are 100% focused on the cryptocurrencies, right? We are 100% focused on cryptocurrencies and then especially on tokens and coins. Uh, of course, you also have, let's say, uh, yeah, venture capitals or anything like that that also invest in crypto projects and then in the equity and in, in the projects mm -hmm. behind that. But we solely focus on, uh, on the tokens and coins that are actually uh, are part of these projects. And how much do you have under uh, investment, Arka? Yeah, under investment, we have uh, quite some, like I said, we have yeah, quite some big investors yeah. around the globe. Uh, we're trying always to, you know, break those boundaries and actually yeah, gain more trust within the whole crypto uh, cryptocurrency ecosystem. Uh, at the moment, yeah, we're, let's say, close to uh, 100, 100 million AUM. So uh, that's for us, uh, yeah, a nice milestone to actually uh, yeah. to actually achieve. And then after that, of course, yeah, as we're now sitting here and actually talking about a potential bull. I don't want to say it too fast, of course, <laughs> but for us, uh, yeah, a nice opportunity within the market to actually, yeah, you know, uh, grow with the fund and also with our participants that are uh, that are uh, investing in the fund. So, so just to be sure and just to be clear, this was not a spoiler we talked about in Hans. Yeah. Bull run. The bull run, yeah. But this now, is a spoiler. It's an, it's an interesting topic, of course. <laughs> I was about to ask if these um, 
investors, your customers are happy in, uh, 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 people right now, <laughs> yeah. or are they suffering under the bear market? What is your what is your opinion about now being in the bear market? It's a it's an interesting take, of course, and always if you're dealing with people's money, it's a it's a sensitive topic, and especially if people trust their money to you, you always try to do yeah the best you can to actually handle that in the best way possible. Um, nonetheless, of course, with the with the bear market, we also suffered losses, um, but the key element there is that you really you know, keep the trust, keep the transparency and keep the information flowing to actually the people that are participating in your fund. Um, you know, if you do not do this, they lose trust, they lose, yeah, you know, uh, their trust in your fund, in your, in your capabilities, and then they will leave, which is logical. And that's why, yeah, you know, it's up to us and of the team of HODL to actually have a combined effort in trying to make a performance on the trading sites where I'm mainly active, but also, let's say, on the on the account management side where we want to make people yeah, informed and just keep them always up to date about the current developments uh, in the market. So, um, yeah, actually, that's uh, that's how we uh, how we make sure how to go on with the current situation in the market and um, how we make sure that our participants will not uh, will not be too afraid and even be opportunistic when the moment is there. So as of now, of course. What do you mean with that they get overconfident and then? Uh, no, not per se overconfident, but more opportunistic. So that it's also you know whenever they step in, we like we had a big inflow on the top of the market, which is logical. Like human psychology. Yeah, I'm the product uh, of it. Yeah, uh, the product of it is yeah. sitting on the table here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's of course a thing, right? People think, okay, the market is up. It will most likely go up further. Um, but yeah, that's then in that uh, in that sense not the case. They also invest them with us. But what we always try to make clear to them is that you know do not invest everything that you have at this point, especially when you're at the top of the market that we were in the previous run, like 65k or 70k. And um, yeah, then make sure that you also have some gunpowder whenever the market drops again, and that you yeah, you know sure. can step into yeah. the market again. I wish I met you earlier. <laughs> so so uh, one question: um, most of our listeners are individuals trying hard. To, to gain some profits with uh, trading, mm -hmm. crypto trading. Um, of course, we have the guidance of our guru at our side. Um, you mentioned uh, you work with a team. Can you tell our listeners something about the team? How many people are working here, etc.? Yeah. yeah, for sure. So on the research and trading side, we have seven people, including me. Right. Um, so that's, I think also, you know, the same as a community, right? You're really all with your nose to the same side uh, yeah. in, in that sense. And you just try to yeah, reach the, the consensus, especially if you're going to make choices that's related to investments. And uh, yeah, on our side, like I said, we have seven people and uh, we have people who are more focused on the on-chain, on like SQL, trying to fetch data from, yeah, let's say nodes that are running and yeah. anything like that to actually get more alpha. Mm -hmm. uh, in that sense, but we also have people who are more into the trading side, like algorithmic uh, trading, uh, coding in Python, and to just yeah, make some strategies that actually can uh, can come up with uh, with profits. But also like manual trading, yeah, still uh, it's still part of the daily business. And actually, the the, the the soul where I'm you know mostly involved is the investments, and the investments is purely based on the fundamental point of view. And uh, I think, yeah, we will also get that maybe a little bit to get to that a little bit later. But yeah, like I said, I think the core 
um, of investing, of trading is like yeah, the people around you. Uh, because me, as a you know individual, will also not be possible to run the show by myself. And that's why it's so important to have a strong team around you. And I think that's the same, you know, in a in a community where you can help each other in moments when it goes well, but also in moments when it does not go well. And then, uh, yeah, you uh, strengthen each other in that in that sense. Well yeah. said, I think. Very well said. Great. Yeah. And, and this investing is the, is that literally the same that we do? So uh, you you. You research for uh, promising tokens, or sometimes you just blindly follow <laughs> influencers on Twitter. Um, in some cases, and and you and you invest in these, and you you do swing trades, or how, how do I view that? Yeah, so mainly what we do, we do not do per se day trading because we have also algorithms running for that. That are uh, yeah, let's say high frequency and just making an amazing number of 18 trades a second, which is uh, yeah quite a lot. Uh, we're not capable of doing that, you know, individually. <laughs> no, so uh, no, no. that's why we let the algorithms handle that side. Um, but on the other hand, uh, we also have, let's say, trades that are more indeed in a, in, a, in a swing term, where we just take trades for, let's say, a few days, maybe even a few weeks, um, when we see opportunities in the market and take those manual. Um, and then on the other side, the investments that you mentioned, uh, that's actually the core. And those are mainly for cycles. So, uh, yeah, we invest in fundamentally strong projects where we have a whole filtering process around it, uh, from due diligence to uh, yeah, quick scan to research to actually eventually investing in it. Um, there's a whole, you know, filter between that. And, you know, also with the people that we have, um, we have the capability because they're here, yeah, uh, at least uh, eight hours a day, but nine out of ten times also <laughs> longer because we all know how it goes in crypto, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's actually, actually the thing, you know, the core exists out of this fundamentally invested of uh, um, researched coins. So basically, let's say, I, th I believe the minimum amount that you have to invest is around $100,000, right? For the investment fund, as yeah. of now, it is. Okay. Um, we had two, uh, yeah, let's say smaller size mm -hmm. funds, but because of regulation, they are kept at uh, 150. Um, how do you say that? You can offer it to mm -hmm. 150 okay. people. Yeah. Uh, sure. And then, you know, yeah, if 120 people take yeah. it, then, you know, that's it. And then yeah. you need to close your fund. And that's, yeah, then your final yeah. amount that you actually raised. Yeah. Um, but with the 100,000 fund, you can actually, yeah, you know, uh, get an unlimited amount of people mm -hmm. uh, because they're experienced investors. And uh, the only thing is that in the Netherlands, uh, you have a cap of 100 million that you can actually have assets on the management. And that's also why we as a fund chose to broaden our service mm -hmm. uh, and also our funds, uh, let's say globally. Yeah. Um, so we also have our mother fund, uh, as we call it, in Gibraltar. Uh, there it's fully regulated and here in the Netherlands it's registered, uh, which is yeah, quite a difference. And like I said, in Gibraltar you can grow infinitely. Right. And that's, right. Uh, yeah, you know, the benefit from it. Yeah. So let's say uh, I invest $100,000 then like the biggest part of that money will go into the investment part of the fund. A uh, small part will go into the algorithmic part of the fund and a small part will go into the trading part of the fund. Yeah, I think it's a really good note. Um, we have with the we, we have multiple funds, mm -hmm. but the funds are all based around three different strategies. Okay. 
the first strategy is the actively managed fund. Mm -hmm. uh, that's where I'm mostly involved mm -hmm. in and the current team, which is fo fully based on the fundamental side mm -hmm. uh, and the investment side and sometimes the manual trading, as I just explained. And the second fund is the algorithmic fund. Mm -hmm. And that's actually based on more liquid coins that actually are moving quite fast with a lot of volume uh, where we can yeah, make use of all the swings in the yeah. market itself. Um, and then the third fund, and that's actually a new fund, which is coming, uh, also uh, located in Gibraltar, um, which is going to be a venture fund. Since yeah. in the past one and a half year, we've actually been building quite a lot on our network and yeah you know meeting other other vcs to mm -hmm. get good and strong deal flow especially uh, for newly starting projects of course um so yeah that's something that's been in the making and actually now coming to fruitation especially since the timing in the market is of course of the essence when you uh, yeah. invest in venture capital markets super interesting well in that sense i, w I would love to go to a quote and <clears throat> Uh, let's see if you recognize the quote. Okay, I'm not curious. <laughs> it, is like, it is like looking at a movie where you see that guy standing in the middle of nowhere feeling the ground trembling. Dust clouds are rising in a far distance and the stampede is coming. That is institutional money coming into crypto. People will look at us back in a few years wondering how they did not see this coming. Not us though, because we were there when the first trembling started. I guess you recognize this from your own CEO. Well, yeah, I I, I recognize it quite, yeah, quite uh, quite good because also it it um, uh, relevates, let's say, to you know the market how it is at this moment, which I actually already thought in 2017, where I thought like, oh yeah, I'm early, the big mass is coming in this bull market, and then actually yeah, people came, but also people left, and yeah. it's yeah. still not the mass adoption yeah. that you're waiting for, right? And um, yeah, actually now we think with the Bitcoin ETF, all like big things lining up, BlackRock even involved, you know, is this it? You know, is this the moment where we've all been waiting for? Is this the moment that the institutional money really is going to fall? I got in? reassured when this, uh, <laughs> when I when I read this, I thought, okay, they're not leaving us, but yeah, when is this dust cloud? This dust cloud indeed coming more you know that's that's completely the thing, right? It's dependent on a lot of factors, and of course, you know, some big. Uh, events in the market that are now forming are uh, are really you know showing us that this big cloud is actually coming closer and closer um but yeah you know who knows that's a, that's a thing uh, anything can happen as we also saw with the corona with uh, how big the market or let's say how low the market dropped uh, while we were actually thinking it was going to a bull market and uh yeah, you know, who knows? Uh, that's a little bit, a uh, little bit of the question. It's but not, yeah. the things are showing, you know, that it's, yeah, you know, getting Probably there. Coming. Yeah, that it's getting there. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, and because of this is the first time, Milka, that we are actually at a table sitting with a wheel. I don't know if you realize it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes I, I, I imagine that there's a secret will WhatsApp group where they, you know, <laughs> shoot these messages back and forth. When will we, we will pull the red plucker it's and dark WhatsApp. Yeah. It's not like that. It's it's this uh, no, tough work. And, uh, no, no, no. It, it, it's really like, uh, like I said, you know, we are maybe, you know, how you say it, a whale, but yeah, you know, if you compare us to uh, BlackRock, like I just mentioned, or to other institutions uh, around the world, we're, you know, getting to become the biggest in the Netherlands, but yeah. You know how small is the Netherlands in the yeah, world, yeah, right? Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, you're like, like, uh, you're yeah. being modest now. Huh? No, you're being no, no. Modest. You know the thing is, like, we can, of course, with coins and tokens that are 
you know, more illiquid, mm -hmm. you can move things, right? That's totally how it is. But yeah. then, you know, you need to have a good skill and skill in and skill out plan to actually make sure that you do not move it, you know, that hard in one time. Because yeah. if you put the fat finger and uh, you bite it at once, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the price goes up also quite harsh. Yeah. So uh, that's, like I said, with the more liquid coins. But yeah, of course, a Bitcoin, you know, with, like I said, the AUM that we're managing, you're not going to make a big difference, right? It's uh, going to be the... Oh. I don't know what kind of animals they are. Is that the whales? But it's the, <laughs> I don't know. The blue fins or something. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. They're bigger, right? Yeah, I don't mm. know. Okay, that's, that's a new uh, terminology in the, in the crypto market. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, okay. You, I, I'll, I'll, for now, I'll stick to the whale. Okay. Not, I don't have every day the opportunity to ask to a whale what kind of coins perhaps I, I should buy. Of course, it's not financial advice, but yeah. hey. Yeah, yeah no, for sure. <laughs> I can uh, fully understand the question. It's also, you know, always important, as you also said, for people yeah. to do their own research, to check, okay, is this something really, you know, that has a lot of value? Um, if I can, you know, give away one uh, where, you know, we have quite a good conviction in, that's uh, going to be Maple Finance. It's actually a lending and borrowing protocol um, who are also dealing at the moment with real-world assets. Uh, got an announcement that they're like excluded from full regulation from the SEC. Uh, did nothing with the price, which was quite interesting. Um, hmm. But, you know, on the other hand, they work with or work, uh, have, let's say, clients that are using their products and that are really big. Um, so, yeah, in that sense, you know, not only from that perspective, but also from the perspective of that technology and that economics and everything like that. It just looks super solid. The team that's behind it, the people are very credible, you know, uh, working with very credible parties. Um, just shows a lot of potential and, uh, you know, also a nice market cap. So I would say uh, check it out and, uh, you know, decide for yourself. Decide for yourself, right? That's the thing. Uh, I mean, the, the, the listeners cannot see. Uh, uh, the, the face right now of Jess, but it's, it's you know, there's a sparks in his eyes now, so that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is not financial advice, but I will definitely tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> First thing in the morning tomorrow. I'll yeah. And then Bye. I say to myself, it's a good team, which honestly, <laughs> I have no idea, but okay. Um, yeah, I, I need this opium. I don't know about you, Ilko, uh, uh, but I need this, uh, this opium. Yeah, if, if, we, if we record this podcast in, in six, six months, uh, then we come back for the view. Yeah, um, would be nice during the day then. <laughs> let's, let's do it during the day the next time. Yeah, yeah it's really a thing right now. Yeah. Is it, this year, midnight. Yeah, yeah. but the, uh, things like the halving uh, will because you are veterans. Uh, will that? What will it? What will that do to the market? Uh, is that is that something that is already priced in, or is that will there be some shockwaves? Um, yeah, you know, I think. You can only look historically, right? You can check. I cannot predict the future as, you know, I hope. Uh, well, I wish I, I could, but uh, I cannot. There's no but, uh, back to the future. Exactly. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. But, um, yeah, you know, I tend to look at, you know, the history, what it occurred and what it, what it or let's say what it cost. And um, especially if you look at the halvings after that, you know, the market tends to accelerate. Uh, we already saw, I think, uh, the bottom uh, was already in, uh, especially with events like FTX, Luna, those kind of events, Celsius, uh, Three Arrows Capital, whatever. Uh, those kind of events really, you know, showed me, also looking back at my first uh, bear market, really showed me that the, the, the despair and, the, say, the, 
yeah, the people that are actually leaving the market is at a point of uh, maximum, so to say. Um, so at that point, I really thought like, okay, this is a good moment. It was around, I think, 20K or something, uh, where I really thought, you know, this is a moment where I myself also want to get back into the market because I really feel the yeah. despair of the people, right? Um, so in that sense, I think the halving itself, historically proven that it will accelerate the market. Would there, could there be a drop like the Corona crisis? Sure, could be, especially if, you know, Corona comes back. I heard it already a few times around me now. But yeah, you know, if not, then uh, I think we would tend to follow a structure like uh, 2015 to 2017, where the market just, you know, slowly uh, went up yeah. and uh, accelerated after the halving. Um, there are also a lot of other theories where people think that, you know, Bitcoin had its best time and that it's, yeah, uh, after now uh, three big cycles, the time to uh, go further down. I don't believe that, but uh, that's just uh, my honest opinion. And uh, like I said, the halving is an econ economical occurrence. It halves, of course, the inflation of Bitcoin. Exactly. And if you then have big moments like the ETF approval, uh, besides that, I think it will only enhance more adoption and uh, drive the price. Yeah, and then, then some, there will be a chat GPT type of uh, happening for, for this space as well, and then we'll be flying again. <laughs> it strikes me that you're really passionate for uh, for what you do. Um, what is your motivation every day in the morning to get here, and uh, <laughs> why, why do you do this? It's actually an interesting one, but uh, my main motivation is actually to be part of something um, Trans tr transforming, so to say, mm -hmm. because the first time I came across Bitcoin, that's also something that I always remember in my in my head, or let's say came across crypto. It's really that I thought, wow, this is something completely contradictory to how my parents, for example, or the people around me actually are, you know, seeing the world and working with the financial institutions, working with the banks, anything like that. And I just thought that, you know, it's such a big of a difference. I want to be part of that transformation and I also want to, you know, reap the benefits of something that's going to be gener a general, yeah. of, uh, generational, generational wealth transfer. Exactly. So, um, right. yeah, that's for me something that really, uh, you know, applies to every day. And still, you know, I think crypto can also drive you crazy because it's a 24 seven market. You really need to know your limits. You really need to, you know, be. Uh, on an emotional level, stable, so you to say. You should listen to our previous podcast episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, good one. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> yeah. I'm not out of the rabbit hole yet. <laughs> but it's also good because you will never leave it. Because yeah. you, once you jump in one, you will also jump into another one. And then, you know, it never ends. But the, 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 the art around it is that you really, you know, try to keep yourself on an even keel level, but also with the people around you. Make sure that you strengthen each other and also moments when it goes bad, like I said also before, bad, yeah. that you help yeah. each other and when it goes good, yeah. you also party with each other, right? You recognize this, Guru? Of course, even with the trading, I think surrounding yourself with a good team was probably, you need to try and, and involve as much people that have probably more knowledge than yourself in order to 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 get to that point of knowledge, right? And the more people you surround yourself with that have more knowledge as you are maybe men mentally more stable as you, then at some point you will reach that, that, that same level. So I think sur surrounding yourself with a, with a strong team is probably one of the best things that you can do in life in general, but especially in the crypto and trading space, I, I think it's, it's even more important. 
I definitely uh, definitely agree with uh, with Jess on that. Yeah. What is, what is your advice in terms of uh, us us being uh, 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 novice traders? We are uh, we are uh, breaking. They're probably breaking even. Uh, <laughs> flatlining. What is your advice right now to, to you know we, we we've discovered uh, futures. We're investing a little bit, uh, but what, what, what would be your advice? My biggest advice is actually always to keep it simple. That's like uh, also one of the mottos within the investment fund is just keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. And especially, you know, whenever you're just stepping into a market or you're doing it as a side hustle or anything like that, don't try to, you know, make it more difficult than it is. Because, um, you know, what you have to do is just invest every month with your salary a certain amount and make sure that you just keep buying and be do it consistently uh, because consistency is key. And, you know, with trading, especially if you have time, I think it's also good to do it. But you really need to get more knowledge, you need to spend more time to it, you need to dive into it more. And, uh, you know, just doing a DCA every month, just buying without looking even at the charts, keeping it simple. It's just uh, lowering your average price on a constant basis and uh, that's it. It almost sound, sounds too simple. <laughs> <laughs> I've also noticed that if I'm making it far too complex, all, 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 these, all these lines that I draw on, on, on no. doesn't that make it automatically much better. It doesn't look <laughs> nice on, t on Twitter. To, <laughs> it's you know, really nice. So you can convince them, confuse them, but <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah. Um, nice colors, yeah. Well, I'll take your advice uh, to heart, definitely. So thank you for that. And thank you that we could uh, invite ourselves over here uh, in, in Rotterdam. Yeah. I enjoyed it to, to speak to Will, um, uh, to have that perspective. Um, I hope that we can invite ourselves maybe again in the future to do this more often. Uh, I don't know if there are any questions from your side. I have one more question, like anticipating a potential bull run. What kind of narrative do you think will flourish the most during the next bull run? I think that's an interesting question as well for the people that are looking for a narrative to go all in on. You know, yeah. you have a lot of people that are looking, okay, I'm going to anticipate that this narrative, for example, AI or, for example, the metaverse is going crazy the next bull run. Yeah. I'm quite interested in what do you think about that? It's a really interesting, uh, really interesting yeah, part to look at, of course. I think the one, the first one you mentioned is still one that I think could have a very big narrative, which is AI. Um, you know, last year, it, of course, boomed. And uh, I think that will not stop anytime soon. Um, other than that, I also think gaming will also get back. Um, maybe not in the size as it was before, but it will get back. And layer twos, uh, scaling solutions is for me also, and also for the fund, a pretty interesting uh, part to, uh, yeah, to invest more and more in, especially if you compare it to layer ones, which are now Oh, okay. A little bit more on the side, right? Because yep. you have still layer one starting, but you know layer twos are built on Ethereum, and Ethereum seems like it kind of won the war, right? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's also an interesting, mm -hmm. interesting oh, part to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, also with that, of course, the economical perspective of Ethereum itself um, also became much yeah, better with the deflationary mechanism and everything. Whenever yeah. the gas prices uh, crossed a certain uh, barrier um, and next to that it's actually an interesting one where I was at first not really convinced about but now I'm actually getting more into it and I think it's actually quite interesting and it's a little bit on the background and it's like BRC20s it's like uh, Bitcoin ordinals uh, it's like layer 2 on Bitcoin you know with sort of NFTs 
where every Satoshi will have a specific value for when it's minted, or for when it's mined, sorry. It's interesting. I just felt the, I don't know, I just felt the emotion somehow. And, you know, if you have, if you own a Satoshi that's actually been mined by Satoshi Nakamoto himself in 2008, you know, that has some yeah, yeah, yeah. touch to it. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> as nerds as we are. Yeah, yeah. yeah as nerds as we are, exactly. So, but that's maybe also a thing with the Bitcoin ordinals and the BRC20. I think it's indeed more uh, on a really nerdy slash technical side uh, where we all are. Uh, but I think Yoko terms... probably will be interested. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think more on the retail side of adoption, I think it's more going to be Ethereum layer twos, yeah. uh, those kind of things. Yeah. And uh, then indeed AI, yeah, that's of course with ChatGPT, anything like yeah. that has been uh, quite booming. So that will also be something uh, to look out for. Great stuff. Yeah, on that note, thank you very much for, uh, for, um, yeah, having us for uh, that you could be our guest and uh, up to next uh, episode. Thank you very much, Jess. Yeah, for sure. Thank Thanks. you guys for uh, for being here and uh, you know having this interesting conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.